Welcome, everyone, to another episode of the Legion 99 podcast, your source for the latest tactics, news, battle reports, hobby talk, and general Legion chatter. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Legion 99 podcast. I'm Brother Nick. I'm here with <laughs> Mike, Keegan, and uh, we've got Josh with us this week. Woohoo! Is yeah. Josh the anonymous dinosaur in our uh, in our Google notes? Must be. Uh, no, that's not me. I okay. might be anonymous. Am I anonymous goose? Uh, I, I, I see goose anonymous elephant. elephant. And dinosaur. Oh yeah. Oh, I yeah. must be dinosaur because yeah, I see goose and elephant. Okay. I must. I must, be, goose. I must be elephant then. Oh wow, a fat <laughs> joke, really, guys. <laughs> Google knows. Google knows. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we are. We're back. Uh, we've got a whole bunch of uh, some new spoilers for the uh, Mandalorian Super Commandos and their fearless leader. Or maybe I think I think Gar's pretty uh, pretty much coward, right? He ran away at one point, so. Um, anyway. the army or the person <laughs> 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 oh man all right well uh how's everybody doing tonight keegan's like on location legion by the bay that's right in fact we're recording early on a friday so i can actually yeah. be here uh because yeah. uh, legion by the bay kicks or kubicon is kicking off now it's active and legion by the bay starts tomorrow morning i'll be throwing exciting. dice round one so exciting yeah. Also, shout out to everybody at uh, Rocky Top and Richmond because mm-hmm. there's a whole bunch of Legion tournaments. There's probably other tournaments too that I don't even talk about, but there's a lot of stuff going on. Um, uh, what do we want to start with? Should we just start with the new units? Yeah. Because yeah. Uh, there's a lot of them. That's probably going to be the majority of our news segment tonight. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're kind of expecting a whole lot in the next couple of weeks. Like, actually, Asmodee's panel at Star Wars Celebration starts in like 15 minutes. Yeah, I'll keep an eye on that while we're talking about the other. <laughs> yeah, time. that was a good see, idea. See if we get any breaking start... news that will not be breaking by the time people listen to it. Let's just start with that then, because like apparently there's a a yub nub, yub nub in the Legion display at the Celebration yub case. Nub. With yeah. with some cool like, and it's not just like written on a post-it. They put someone put some... a good, you know, 20, 25 minutes into. Doodling yeah. on that thing with a Ewok design. So that yeah, kind of makes me think: that. Is it a joke? Are they serious, or is someone just kind of pulling our legs there? Nah, I, I, I watched. They've been talking about Ewoks for so long. Man, this is a I great watched, place to put it. I watched the stream where they like talked about Future Legion at last mini extravaganza, and they were like, <laughs> "Will was like, yeah, it's happening. Ewoks are happening, guys." They, well, you know, and closer to yeah. home, they said it on our cast. Mm-hmm. They did. <laughs> <laughs> They did. Yeah, I was yes. in and out of that cast, though. Oh, that's remember. right. Sorry, forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. I you were out times. of that cast. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so we have uh, we got another LJ article. Um, first, we ha- we got two. One the last one each week. Um, we got the Mandalorian Super Commandos last, though. That was the first one we got since we last recorded. Um, these guys are Mandalorians, all right. Um, they have a lot of weapons. Um. <laughs> i swear i'm looking at the unicard i didn't know if you want me to 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 go over the unicard yeah let's let's get the unicard very briefly mandalorian super commandos special forces uh three minis to a unit one health two courage they only surge on defense uh they do have a lot of upgrade slots they take a heavy a training a comms a gear a grenade and a uh armament so basically the same as the regular mandalorians for rebels they have two blacks in melee, combat expertise. Uh, at range one to two, they shoot their two black West Star 35 blaster pistols. And they have a range one to three option that is a spicy black and white. Uh, that's pretty good. 
Uh, I like this. That solves potentially one of the major issues that the Rebel Command or the Rebel Mandalorians have, and that they can engage at range three. Yeah, I like that a lot. Um, Even if that was only like a single black die, at least gives them a threat. But to add a you know a black and a white to each one of those minis, mm-hmm. they're seventy five points. Um, they also have the jump two and the impervious that the other their fellow Mandalorians previously have had. Uh, these guys also have two other keywords. They have defend one. Which is uh, which is what is on Rebel Veterans, I believe, mm-hmm. uh, and yep. Anakin when he plays the two bit. That's right. Um, and they have independent aim one. So if they get an order, they get a dodge. If they don't get an order, they get an aim, which is kind of a maybe not the way you want it, but uh, still they're always going to have a token. That's pretty great. Uh, currently, they're only available in the Shadow Collective. It looks like because they have mm-hmm. no faction symbols. They have the same symbol as Maul in the corner there, the little Death Watch hand. Yep. Or Shadow Collective, Death Watch. Yep. Shadow Collective. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Evolved. Evolved. Yeah. I think. He, I mean, he started with Death Watch for that, right? Yeah, yeah. Getting my Mandalorian like a uh, cults mixed up all yeah. over the those place. Those weren't those weren't the Clone Wars episodes I watched in preparation for Friday this week. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, these guys are pretty much uh, uh kind of pretty similar to the Rebel ones. Rebel ones have nimble. These guys have defend and aim. They're a little bit more expensive. They have uh, better weapons options. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't surge to hit though. So, yeah, I think that's the big thing right there. Is they need this independent aim because their dice are not consistent. I mean, you're just throwing coin flips for everything. And even at range yeah. three, that white die. We've all seen B ones throw. It's either a crit or nothing. <laughs> so they're they're going to need that aim token. Yep. Yeah, if you compare uh, the Rebel ones at range 2 versus uh, these guys at range 2 with the Independent, uh, with an aim, they actually roll about the same on average. It's about 4.2 hits on both of them. So yeah, without that aim, you really don't want these guys at all. Um, (laughs) But with the aim, they're they're about equal to what the Rebels do. They get really interesting, though, with the upgrades. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I really love this. uh, We're seeing this in a few different ways. There's so much choice in upgrades right yeah. now uh, that we're seeing and in Shadow Collective units. Din said it best in Ma- The Mandalorian. He said, weapons are my religion. So <laughs> this is a, this is a smattering of uh, stuff here, which is great. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, That's going to be our theme this episode with the Brother Nick intro, isn't it? Brother Nick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, I hate it. <laughs> um, so first off, they have a, a, they have a specialty equipment uh, gear backpack symbol um <laughs> mandalorian super commando only uh super combat or super commando combat shields i can't read tonight guys um right. you gain shielded too uh so they get two shield tokens it is 10 mm-hmm. points so it's kind of expensive this doesn't recharge because it doesn't yep. have the uh the recharge keyword i believe um or yeah, it has n- you know, neither the recover or yeah, recharge one and done mm-hmm. well two and done which I think is a significant difference. Sure. Oh, sure. Yeah. Well, I think it's kind of needed because they don't have nimble. Yeah. And these 100%. guys are like 30 to 40 points a mini. Mm-hmm. So you've got to have some sort of mitigation, especially against Pierce. Yeah. It does come in pretty expensive. We all know that that doesn't exactly work. All they're going to well. get really expensive after they mm-hmm. like anything after they take the like whatever heavy they're taking. They're going to mm-hmm. get like good get up there. But. And their jetpack yeah. rockets are a little bit different as well. Um, so these are unique to the Super Commandos. Um, they're separate from the Rebel jetpack rockets. 
it's still a one-time use, so one and done, but it's range four only, and it has blast, impact one, and it also has critical one. Mm-hmm. So you could potentially have like crit three or crit four with this, which yeah, is kind of interesting. Yeah. It's just um, a crit. Yeah, but crucially, it's only range four, and I think that's so that you can't throw these rockets in with their range three pistols. Yeah. Because if you yeah. throw like a blast rocket in with that range three gun, um, that's, that gets better that's really big. fast. Yeah. Yeah. It gets scary because the regular Mandalorians don't have the one to three so it's kind of it's like you can put tristan in there or ursa in which is really strong but it's like one time and it's pretty expensive but and you're paying for it because it's like 130 yeah. plus points yeah this is uh this is pretty good um i mean i kind of wish they were like four to five or something like that i don't know give them a little more flexibility make it pop well they've got flexibility in their heavy weapon options mm-hmm. they have four yeah. options for extra mm-hmm. minis i love it Josh, you very different us, things too. Yeah, Josh, do you want to start us off with the uh, generic guy and go from there? Yeah, we'll we'll start off with the first one. It is the uh, just regular Mandalorian Super Commando, and unlike other, um, just kind of so every like the Magna Guard. You, yeah, yeah, like the Magna Guard. Yeah. It's not just regular; you just don't get the mini. You get also a cash surge two on him. Now it does come in uh, fairly expensive. It's about. Uh, it's 24 points, so it's about the cost of a single mini. Uh, but that surge two is going to be pretty important, especially when you don't have the uh, surge attack. Uh, so I, I think it's actually worth taking if you're really struggling on points. Um, because that, yeah, because that well having that surge uh, really helps out on the range three shots. Yeah, where you don't have those black dice to really yep. um, get through cover. Uh, Next one's pretty interesting. Uh, Rook cast. uh, Two health, leader, 35 points. uh, Has two red, two white, uh, range one to two. With retinue, maul. Uh, Love it. And that really helps out kind of like Clan Ren does where you have the... Mm -hmm. uh, You can easily get that dodge or aim, whatever you're needing. Uh, Depending on if you give them an order, now you can easily get the aim. Or if you don't give them the order, now they get a, a dodge token. There, so, as long as you're near Maul, they're always going to start with two tokens with that. Yeah, it's yeah. basically get a free, strong. free, quick thinking yeah. on it every single time. Mm-hmm. Yep. Or stance. <laughs> if yeah. you're loading up for like a big offensive push, you just you know you take two aims. If not, you take an aim and a dodge. Or if you need a lot of defense, you take two dodges. Plus, it's the, the unit goes from four health to five health. It's pretty mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I, I think the thing that's really interesting about her is that she is the leader and uh, she's still effective when she's the only one left where you see mm-hmm. uh, one of the big main struggles of a lot of the Mandos is once they lose three minis uh, even or uh, one once or two minis one mini they get sad yeah yeah and there's not a lot of dice drop off with root cast because you're already mm-hmm. you always have at minimum four yep. so I, I think that really helps out as well now she is very expensive at 35 points so you are paying a lot for those two extra mm-hmm. whites yeah but I, but I, I think that she, she's worth considering. Uh, next one is the uh, Gunslinger. Has range 1 to 2, 2 black, 2 white, with lethal 1, which is going to play in really nicely with that uh, independent aim. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's uh, yeah. at 30 points. Pretty strong. Yeah. Uh, now the last one is actually my favorite one. I think it's the one I'm going to be putting on most of the time is the marksman who has a range one to three gun with a red with rainbow dice, red, black, white, and precise one for thirty points. 
Uh, and out of the four options, I think this is the one that I think is the most intriguing because you're not committed to always be in combat at uh, melee or to range two. You can actually really poke at range three. So you're not getting charged by Magnas, Wookiees, Jedi. Uh, and it really allows them to be a little bit more cagey. You get a lot more out of that aim too. Yes, a lot more out of that aim. Yeah, we just talked about uh, you know a minute or two ago how they really need that aim token to even equal out to what the regular Mandos are with the Rebels. So now if you can add that precise one to it and get that higher quality red die in there, it, it boosts them up a little bit higher than what their, their stock profile is. Yeah, We see how it works on Stormtroopers and Death Troopers. It's, uh, it's going to do the same thing for Mandalorians there at that precise. Yeah, I like that upgrade a lot. Spiders too. I feel it in Spiders yeah. most recently. <laughs> yeah, and I think that's going to be a theme that this is a little bit of a prediction. I think this is going to be a theme with Shadow Collective. Um, these minis are expensive. Yeah. And they get very expensive quickly. We've seen it with Maul. We've seen it with the Black Suns. We're seeing it with Gar and the Super Commanders, or Saxon and the Super Commandos. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, their base cost is pretty reasonable, but they have a lot of interesting upgrades that very quickly take them from a 75-point really mini to a 110, 120-point mini, especially if you're looking at, like, Rookcast, for example. And if you look and across the board with Shadow Collective, they don't have a lot of filler. Like they don't have strike teams. They don't have R two who's uh, can just uh, come in really cheap. You're having to put pikes by themselves. And uh, Black Sun, although they're pretty good by themselves, they still are forty eight points. Yeah, I, I'd push back a little bit on that. I think pikes by themselves are quite good for. Oh, those, I was going to say really think, strong forty point. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, that like you're going to see a lot of pikes just as filler, just because yeah. like exactly yeah. they're 40 points like you'll see a lot of, you'll see armies that just have like naked pikes at 40 points um and we still don't know like how you have to build these armies like what kind mm-hmm. of restrictions they have and stuff like that um i my main concern about like these mandos especially is like there's a lot of different heavy weapons here and i love that i'm excited but like yeah are these when are these guys getting medics <laughs> like uh, i mean still, like when i too. Ah. Doesn't stop joke. <laughs> that's everywhere right now. That's, hey, that's gonna oh, be interesting. Yeah. <laughs> I think good. they're. I personally think they're a little too expensive. Um, but I don't think Shadow Collective is really gonna come out like top of the pile. Yeah. So that's that's probably okay. I think it's really gonna depend on like this next guy in Maul. Really, like Maul seems really strong. Um, he looks like he's gonna be able to carry a lot, and I think that uh, Gar. Gar Saxon looks pretty good too. Um, I'm, I'm really interested in making my Mando army here. <laughs> well, you're going to be able to. Let's talk about their Mando commander. I know we have a, a generic upgrade, but we'll get to that after after Saxon. Sounds good. Uh, Keegan, you want to go through uh, Gar Saxon? Sure. Gar Saxon, our, our uh, commander, other commander for the uh, Shadow Collective, uh, just like the Super Commandos, only only Shadow Collective. Uh, more upgrade icons than uh, I can list conveniently, but let's see. Two command, a, mm. a comm, two gear, and two armament. Uh, he's got a lot of uh, a lot of <laughs> a lot of extra hooks on that Molly gear pack he's carrying around, <laughs> and uh, can do a lot of things. Um, uh, red defense dice surges to crit and and block. Uh, five health, two courage, moving uh, moving with the speed of three and jumping two just like a lot of our uh the mandos we see not no real surprise there uh in melee he's going to be throwing two two red dice uh with, for, for a nice tough attack and he's got uh, just native to him a range one to two pistol 
uh, with one red, two black, one white, and Pierce one. Another little bit of keyword soup in addition to the jump two I mentioned earlier, Allies of Convenience. We've talked about that a couple of times on both the upgrade and mall, uh, which uh, allows an additional mercenary unit of any rank and, and ability to issue orders. This makes him a, a flexible commander in, so you're not reliant on um, the capos or the uh, uh, or, or mall. Uh, also has compel, so he's going to be able to get people to do the whole Krennic thing and uh, and 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 Vader and what we've seen before. So get, make them do a suppression and, and get a move at the beginning of their turn. Impervious uh, and structured one, much like we see uh, a lot of other man, uh, Mandos. So um, that's his that's his base card. Uh, I like this a lot. It feels nice and thematic. He's definitely. You know, a key player in so much of that we see in Clone Wars and Rebels and into the Shadow Collective piece. Uh, I think out on the surface, he lands with a, a good presence here. Um, and with all of those armament slots, there's a lot of options, yeah. but you don't have to only choose one because <laughs> he has two <laughs> slots for it. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, I really like the 105 base cost that he has. I think that's a yeah. good starting point. His card in and of itself is pretty strong, but doesn't exactly break anything, it looks yeah. like. So I think to have, you know, he's definitely worth three digits, but I'm glad that they didn't overprice him into like the 115, 120 range. So I think this feels like a good starting point. I think putting allies of convenience on him was, is such a big deal here because if you're going mostly just pike cores, you're going to want to have uh, two of the capos with uh, vigilance on them. And allies of convenience uh, seems to allow that based on how it how it's worded. Or if you're mix and matching with Black Sun and Pikes, now you can still put the um, who, who's their leader? I know you have the Pike Capo and who's the uh, Black Sun? Black Sun Vigo. Vigo, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can do both of them. So I, I think without Allies of Convenience, I, I would be hard pressed to take him. But this, I, it's just really well designed. I like that they thought of that. Um, yeah. Again, like uh, weapons are my religion. Uh, all of these upgrade slots. Uh, like I was like, I'm playing around with builds with him and like, I'm like looking at like 140 point builds because like, like there are just so (laughs) many like reasonable upgrades that are like, you want to take on him. Like, don't like you want to take like a couple trainings on him because trainings are really valuable. Uh, uh, recon Intel is good on anything that's mobile that wants to like get there at two points. You kind of just beat me to it. I think you could make a very valid case that like a 107 point build Saxon is good. Yeah. Like if you just throw a recon intel on him and all of a sudden he's your early game objective grabber or he's your late game cleanup and he's a commander that just kind of floats around. Like as we'll talk about his command cards, I think he brings enough value that if he's just basically naked with recon intel, he you you can get something out of it. For sure. Yeah, but I mean, people take Krennic for seventy-five points just to get that compel. <laughs> yeah, compel right. on Mandalorian yeah. seems really yeah. good. So now add like a sharpshooter Pierce uh-huh. with a jump three or jump two speed three. Yeah, sign me up. Yeah, because the one thing that like Rook doesn't have that we've seen a lot of on like those unique like leaders is like we've seen like an increase in courage or something like that, like on fives. Yeah, and uh, what's his name on um, Gideon and Imperials, and like we don't on see Ursa. that on Rook, but. Yeah, but like now it's like, oh, it's like you kind of have to, like now you have Compel, so it's really, like it kind of makes up for that. Like now all your Mandos get Compel, I'm like, I feel like <sighs> these command cards are probably going to go really well with a bunch of Mandos. <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> but, for sure. Yeah, we should go over his weapons first, right? Yeah. 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 Right. Um, um, I'll start, if you don't mind, then 
Um, I think my favorite is his his ZX Flame Projector. Um, it's a melee to range one, uh, one-time use. It's got Blast, Spray, and Suppressive with a black and a white. So it's a Boba 2-pip for a five-point upgrade. Yeah. Um, that seems really good. I super wish I mean, that's good against like DLT this. spam. That's good against Stormtroopers. That's good against B1s. Uh, that's mm-hmm. And it doesn't really cost you much. I talked about that 107-point build. To make it 112 with Recon and a Flamethrower seems all right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think one of the big deals in the way you're building him is ha- is it almost seems like it's a necessity to have that flamethrower because he's going to need to be at range too. So you could have a B1 unit that walks into him and because he doesn't really have very good melee. And what is it? Two red, I think. It's two red. Two red. So he's going to be trapped for three, four turns trying to get out of that. Having that flamethrower as a way to escape is, I, I think it's very important. Yeah, and, and he crucially doesn't have um, arsenal which is the reason that I think that the I was initially pretty high on the jetpack rockets we're going to talk about, and then I realized he can't add those dice to anything, so I didn't feel too good about it. But he does have the option to take a Z3X jetpack rocket, which is a range 2 to 3 weapon. Um, it's a tap, so it just you know exhausts, and you can have to refresh it. It's three red dice, blast, cycle, and impact 2. Cycle. 10 points. <laughs> I'm not sure where the like other rockets are coming rockets. from with the cycle. It's got but like a there. factory inside of it, right? They just like make them inside the jetpack. I assume. I don't know. It's pretty cool. Um, I, I mean, I see a lot of worlds where I might take this one. Um, impact two surge to crit on three red dice with blast is pretty good. Uh, Anti armor tech, like you kill that and one of those Mando rockets, and you kill a spider. Um, so I, I don't, I don't hate taking this and the flamethrower together. Um, mm-hmm. I see a world where you take both of those uh, on him at the same time. Gives you a little bit of like, you'd really like the jetpack rocket to be like two to four or three to four. Um, two to three is a little awkward for a rocket, but I mean, I, uh, I guess they don't want him sitting in the back of the, sitting in the back and shooting. <laughs> yeah. And I, I think you can go on King. Uh, he's just, he's not the, uh, yeah, he's not, he's not just going to sit back there and lob it. Uh, yeah. He's got other stuff to do. If you want to sit back that far, then they have another option for you. But yeah, yeah, yeah. And and he's got with the surge crit. I mean, there's a, a halfway decent chance that you're going to get a crit on one of those three dice. So there's a very realistic possibility that even against armor, you're still going to force three saves if one of them turns up crit and the other two hit. Yep. Uh, due to impact and blast, so mm-hmm. it, it's not out of the realm of possibilities to you know make an ATRT roll three dice. Yep. If you see RTs anymore. <laughs> I, I'm always thinking spiders nowadays. Spiders, yeah, AA5. Spiders, A5, sure. Yeah, we might see those again. <laughs> Talk about that in a few minutes. Uh, the last one. Josh, you want to take this one? Yeah, uh, I know we I know we as a cast are kind of split on this one. Let's let's get into it. Alright, so uh, Saxons, how do you say it? Galler, Galler, Galar. Nine, Galar, 90 rifle. It is range one to four with a red, black, white, high velocity, lethal one, and the long shot one for a whopping 15 points. Um, I'll, I'll let someone else talk about it first before I have what I have to say. <laughs> I, I, uh, think it's, I think it's okay. Uh, it's not auto take for me, but it's not like trash tier or anything. <laughs> Definitely not. Yeah, I think, um, I think I in know. a faction that does not have any long-range pierce right now, uh, significant, and then also the high-velocity yeah. factor with dodges and, and so outmaneuver being such... Yeah, I mean, that that's a huge, huge 
benefit uh, to bring into this. And yeah, 15 points is a lot, sure. And and it requires a few different aims. But we're going to talk about a, a, a number of ways. I don't. I feel like Gar Saxon is not going to be uh, swimming in an empty pool of no aims. So uh, that's a terrible metaphor. But um, <laughs> yeah, uh, and even... Uh, you know, range one to four is not is pretty decent. He's got he's got pretty strong defense. Um, red surging. Uh, you you've got uh, you've got options on him to, to get a, a bunch yeah. of stuff. So I'm I'm not that worried about him hanging out. You want to? We were just talking about the the rockets not being his hang back. He can hang back and just plink away with this all day, even with a and lane three dice three three dice with sharpshooter one is pretty strong. Like that's a yeah. lot. That's, that's yeah. a large dice pool for sharpshooter and high velocity. Yeah. This um, is one of Sabine's guns. Yeah. And she, and she doesn't, and it hurts on her cause she doesn't have sharpshooter. Uh, yep. But I think this is, I think this is a, this and high velocity is, is a big, big change. Yep. Yeah. I, I think it's got good potential, but we'll talk about it with the command cards. And we've already kind of talked about it with compel. I don't think it like meshes with the rest of his kit. So you're taking the most expensive weapon to not get access to his other keywords. So if you're plinking with it, the compel doesn't really do much. And you can't you're not taking advantage of the speed three and you're not gonna grab objectives with them. So that that part worries me a little bit. And then we'll talk about the command cards. Like some of these have um, like you need to be issuing orders to your your super commandos and you need to be at range one of your targets for some of the orders. And I'm not confident that making the most expensive choice here when you're also going to need to take some upgrades to to give them the aim so that you can make the weapon good um, is the most effective use of your now 140 point unit when you take the the extra upgrades in the gun so i'm i'm prepared to be wrong but i'm i'm not sure it synergizes with the rest of his his kit and his cards it doesn't get him up close with his his maldalorians or even with maul my initial my initial builds with him i'm not taking it I think one of the issues that I have with him at plinking at range is he's either having to take an aim and then shoot in order to make it effective. Otherwise, you're you're not getting that pierce. Uh, but the bigger issue is is he's courage two, so you're either prioritizing him as last firsting every turn, and then that means that he's your only unit that is uh, that you require to have an order on. Otherwise, he's just going to get plinked in panic. And he can't compel himself either. So in order for it to be effective, he's going to have to sit still and shoot. And at range four, I just don't think that... Yeah, sure, he's going to survive shots, but I, he's going to have suppression issues then. And I don't think Shadow Collective really has any ways of pulling off suppression very well. And so that that's my biggest issue with him is because it causes him to be exposed. Yeah, I think there are... Yeah, I, I mean... Speed three, jump two. If you're if you're putting him at range four of all of the opponent's range four weapons, then that's on you. <laughs> Honestly, well, sure, but he's, then he's, you... he's, if you're if you're engaging him and just using range four, you're you're moving around, not looking for the double aims. Then that's then you know I think I think that that's you you stay back and you go for the the range five shots uh, for it and, and try to get those through. Um, then you're you're paying a lot to get those aims, though. Yeah. Because if you move at all, you you've lost an aim, and so then you're not looking at Pierce, and so that that's my it, it's great utility, and 
the problem is it's you're not going to use it all the time and that, that's what i have concerns yeah. about i i understand i understand both sides of that um yeah. i i would be afraid to use him as like a range four slash five sniper just aiming and shooting because he's not gonna do super well against like rebel dlp gunline and stuff like that he yeah. is gonna ignore the dodges but he's only gonna get to shoot one unit he doesn't have like more snipers to back him up like they don't have strike teams yet they don't have like none of those mandalorians shoot it for um like specifically like the upgrades so yeah i i don't think he's i don't think he's this i 100 percent agree with you he's not the solution to the rebel dlt gun lines he's not the solution to a range four gun line well, uh i mean yeah. you look at the we, we were going to talk about his command cards in a second the text on there, he's a he's a high value target killer. Um and, and that's that I think I think yeah, no, you're not gonna use it all the time, but you're not using any of these weapons yeah. all the time. The flamethrower is one and done. The unless you're spending actions on recover, the jetpack rockets are three times max during the game. Um I don't, yeah, I, I just I think there's I think there's a lot of I, what I love about his build and 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 these weapons is there's I think there's a lot of different spaces he can play and you think ahead to what those are going to be, but that's going to be um, he's going to have key limitations, but he's going to have some really critical moves there. So. Well, we shall see how it plans out. Yeah, or pans yeah. Out. Let's talk about his one pip real quick because I think this yeah. is one of the ways that you can effective use out of the out of the rifle Absolutely. Um, one pip is more is marked for elimination um gar saxon gets the only order he gains two aim yep. tokens and you choose an enemy operative or commander unit that unit gains four observation tokens and two suppression tokens that's pretty, pretty good. good i mean if you need to slow down a jedi if jedi luke already has two to three suppression on him now you can throw two more on him if you know you have mm -hmm. your black sons they're going to pop around the corner um yep. all of a sudden he's got four observation tokens and Gar is not required to actually shoot at that unit, so it gives him the ability to like mark another unit for death and then take his two aims and go at something else. Yep. Yeah. I think this or is a really he, interesting. I like the design. If he does shoot it, he's pretty guaranteed. That's that's pretty much like three crits going through range five with a pierce. So. Yeah, it, it's pretty good. Um, yeah. It's not like the best one pip I've ever seen, but it's not the worst. It's pretty solid. Yeah. Yeah, um, it, it also, um, never mind. I was about to say you could target a, a core trooper with it, and then I realized you can't target a core trooper with it because it's the line before it. Yeah, yeah. It's probably yeah, be a little. It'd probably be a little strong with like not having a range restriction, because like, oh, look at that B one all the way back, grabbing, holding that box. Like, oh, now he's gonna panic, and I don't have that box. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that would be a problem. Yeah, uh, but th uh, there's a lot of two health command or two courage commanders where I think that sure. the two suppression is a big deal. I I, yeah. I like it uh, quite a bit just because of that two suppression. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, two pip. Fight another day. Gar Saxon and two troopers. Uh, so that's great. You get three orders with this one. Um, yeah. I like that a lot. Uh, Gar Saxon cannot issue orders beyond range one. I don't like that a lot. <laughs> <laughs> when Gar Saxon issues an order to a unit, that unit gains one dodge token. Gar Saxon and each friendly special forces unit gain outmaneuver. Uh, that's pretty good. I mean, it's a pretty yeah. good card. Yeah. This like to me it. is a, you know, a round one, round two, two pip that you're playing on the advance. Your, your units are still at range. Uh, so you're going to leverage some dodges that are out there, maybe through cash, maybe through some other things. And, uh, 
um, or defend one, for instance. Yeah, I uh, mean the two troopers yeah. in order. Yep. Yeah, uh, and this is gonna this is gonna allow him to just shrug off those range four crits that are plinking through and uh, and set up for that next that that round three where they're rushing in. That's how I'm. I'm, I'm excited to see how this card plays with recover the supplies. Like we already know that the Mandalorians mm-hmm. Shadow Collective are gonna be good at that because there's multiple of them and. Mm-hmm. They have shield tokens. And they've got all the stuff that Mandos have. Now they've got all the stuff that Mandos have plus dodges at the start of the turn. Like this is yeah. going to make them have a really good. It's not an alpha strike, but it's like an alpha objective. Yeah. Like if you need to get to the middle, or if you need to get positioning, or if you want to get into a spot where you can threaten the opponent's hostage turn two, um, there's some really interesting plays you can do with this to to get a little aggro because the first four hits that come in are going away with the the dodges and the shields. Plus, the art on this card is phenomenal. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think all three cards are pretty good. Art-wise. Yeah, they, they absolutely did, are. did a good job. Yeah. Uh, three pip. Yeah. Uh, victory or death. Um, Scar Saxon and two troopers again. So two pip, two cards that have um, three orders, which is fantastic. Um, it kind of leads me to think that you should probably run Gar with like two to three mandos. We'll see. Um, but when Gar Saxon issues an order to a unit, that unit gains one aim token. Gar Saxon and each friendly special forces unit gain outmaneuver. These are kind of nice because um, one of the downsides that we have with the Rebel Mandos is if you take situational awareness, you can't take offensive push. Mm-hmm. Well, the command cards basically give the Mandos situational awareness, so you don't need to spend a training slot on them. You know, you've got SA on the. You might still want to, um, and it's a consideration, but I don't think it's a necessity. Because you're going to have SA on two turns plus two shield tokens. Yeah. Yeah, it seems it seems pretty good. Um, I like that one a lot. I like getting outmaneuver twice. <laughs> you lose out on the independent aim though, so it does kind of balance out. They're they're still hitting just as hard as the Mandalorian resistance do. Good cards. Good cards. Yeah. Seems like a good unit. Can't wait. Yeah. So close. So close. I'm gonna like I'm also very glad for balance speed. sake that the dodge one is the range three order and the aim is the range one. <laughs> <laughs> like forces sense. you to keep your units kind of close to the fray if you want them to attack with the, like all of that potency. Uh, Josh, do you happen no, to have the, the numbers? The dodge is range one. Yeah, the, oh, the, the dodge, dodge is range one. one. Yeah, yeah. Oh, darn. Yeah. All right. Well, so I wish it was the other way. That's why it's even better <laughs> as a as an approach yeah. card, I think, because you're. Gar, you're you're keeping them together at the beginning, close enough to get that order, get the dodges out. Not not really affected by that uh, um, that limitation. And Gar can hang Gar can hang back. He doesn't have to be diving in on that. So. Yeah, and where where I think this really excels versus the Mandalorian resistance is uh, the fact that if you're at that range, you also have compel, so they're not getting suppressed uh, when they burn those dodges and they burn all those shields. Whereas uh, really only Sabine and Clan Wren are the ones that can dive on objectives because uh, Clan Wren has Courage 3, I think, and then Sabine has Dauntless. So, And then I think Ursa grants Dauntless as well, doesn't she? Oh, okay. Maybe Ursa doesn't. Yeah. Ursa does she grants. increase Courage or is it just Dauntless? She doesn't increase Courage. She gets, she gets Dauntless. Okay. Dauntless. Okay. Yeah. So Dauntless on that too. Yeah. Um, and then we got some other uh, upgrades. For just like general, we got the the comms upgrade emergency transponder. Uh, it's a one time use. It's got this 
cool fleet trooper guy yelling into a, a, head, a radio and there's some explosions in the background feels very think, uh vietnam i think that's one of the <laughs> uh like like yavin like base uh like yeah, probably. Uh, scout tower guys because i think that's another scout this is tower probably you know they had that they had that big celebration <laughs> on yavin 4 on you know after yeah. the death star got blown up and then immediately yeah. the empire descended upon them in canon yeah. like that's exactly what happened yeah. like they immediately were like oh they're right there why are we not there yet? <laughs> like it's pretty it's pretty like obnoxious to, for the rebels to have assumed that they could have just like had a giant celebration party on yavin before the empire comes crashing down like oh they blew up our space station but that's not it <laughs> anyway (laughs) emergency transponder four points when you activate if you were activated with an order token from the order pool gain one aim token gain one dodge token or remove one suppression token Uh, that's really good yeah i like this i like this a lot i like this on a lot of different things this is like our first really good comms upgrade that isn't restricted to a unit type like trooper only or vehicle only this is exciting that it can go on all of them or like when shorelines broke uh, comms relay, <laughs> they had to. Right. <laughs> they ruined it for everybody. <laughs> they ruined it for everybody. Um, yeah, it's it's pretty good. Um, I mean, like I, I think of like any any like character unit that has a comms upgrade that isn't always going to have an order. This seems excellent to just like get the suppression off of them in an emergency. Get them a name token. Get them a dodge token. Iden and Inferno love this. I'm sure. Yep. I'm I so think excited K2 for it. it too. All because you'll get to duplicate whatever token you get. Mm-hmm. Any rebel with a comms upgrade loves this. K2 loves this. K2, yep. <laughs> K2 loves this card. Um, if it, uh, yeah, I I wish I think that speeder like, bikes do too. Oh yeah, speeder bikes like this too a lot. I'm interested to see if you can fit the uh, if you can fit these onto like one or two bikes in in the ISF. Uh, Z74 spear bike list because if you can that would make it even you know even more deadly tax strike because you could go like move move yeah. have an aim and then take your shot with the spears mm-hmm. as well after tax strike has already gone off yep. yeah that seems that might be some bad. overkill though I don't know I, I I theoretically want to put them on my barks I have not found a way to fit them into my current lists yeah I, three barks mm-hmm. that's um. tight can you still a magna nice. Do Magna have a comm slot? They do. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, they do. They're I think the only the they don't have a, they don't have a anyway. gear. They don't have a gear. No recon intel for my Magnus. It's very sad. They're the ones that are usually like the only thing in the stack. So this, this yeah. is going to be kind of interesting on them. Yep. Or BXs. They probably we'll have find a that out ratio. Uh, well, after yeah. Um, so oh, we did true. get the we did get a, a couple. In a tweet, like the following day, we got a couple of uh, pilots for what for the 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 mercenary only AA five. <laughs> yeah. So or, uh, or, one or of them merc- mercenary yeah. only heavy. So, but we we know yeah, the AA five is going to be where they're going to go. First, it's so yeah. <laughs> I think one is sitting in an AA five, isn't he? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, he's yeah. he's got a very familiar posture to uh, that that Wookie. Uh... The Wookie, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, which one do we want to do first? <laughs> Let's start with the frenzied gunner. Yeah, yeah. the one that just the guy sitting at the familiar posture to the Wookiee. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it's He's it looks so like two like flag. Yeah, he, axe he loves thing. his job. Yeah, <laughs> he does. He's it's some sort of like axe symbol only, and then heavy only. Yeah, um, five points. 
While performing a ranged attack, during the form attack pool step, you may roll one red defense die. On a blank, add one white attack die to the attack pool. On a block result, add one black attack die. And on a surge result, add a red attack die. I like this a lot. And it doesn't have any drawback, which I think is yeah. the big thing here. Yeah. Yeah. There's no wound. There's no suppression. There's no anything. It's just pure. I'm going to add at least eight, or I'm going to add one die to my attack every time. Yeah. Yep. I feel like there was a mechanic like this in Armada. Um, some I, I feel I can't remember what it was, but uh, I, I really yeah. liked it there, and I really like how they applied it in here too. Yep. Um, five points. I mean, yeah, seems good. It seems yeah. better than this other one. Um, rating party leader. Uh, mercenary axe only, heavy only. <laughs> you gain allies <laughs> of convenience and field commander. Allies of convenience is good. Um, yeah. each friendly axe vehicle unit gains demoralize one. Uh, we've haven't really seen that too often yet. Uh, it's on the new Wookiee card. Found that out the other day. Uh, after you rally seven enemy unit at range one to two, gains up to one pressure token. It's on the goddamn force power. I know that. Have Have you ever taken that force power, Michael? No, I play this game like to win. <laughs> Ouch! Jeez, it's in my force push slot, man. What are you talking about? Uh, I, I, that's my point. <laughs> no, I know it's, yeah, it's anyway. Uh, demoralized one's okay, but not, I, I, I don't think, I think demoralized one is the, is the icing on the cake. Well, so we don't know what other vehicle units are, uh, are going to be out there. Sure. What, what's cool about this one is that they're from the rip. They are giving away to have an army without a commander, um, in this, in the shadow collective faction. Um, we, I mean, I, Usual caveats about some weird force org rules, um, but there's some, there's some cool options in Maul and Saxon and the and the two in the Pike and the Black Sun leaders. But what this is also saying is we're already right off the right off the back and be able to just bring a vehicle leader and based off those rules, that's going to be a courage to a uh, uh, panic bubble around that vehicle, uh, which is yeah. we've talked a bit about the suppression impact on other units, so. Does that courage bubble work for the pikes or the black side? We don't know yet. Okay. Yeah. Rules is written. Allies of convenience does not say it does not like until we see the rules reference guide. It does not say that like it has any effect on the courage bubble. It literally just says oh, okay. on the upgrade card that you can issue orders to uh, friendly or friendly mercenary or whatever mercenary mm -hmm. units. It doesn't say anything. Yeah. Plus, plus add a rank. So, like, yeah. potentially take, like, an extra commander is kind of how I'm interpreting Allies that. of Convenience is probably way too powerful if it also grants you a Courage Bubble. Yeah. That's well, I, I, I'm just wondering if, like, the, yeah. the double axes is, like, a, a bubble for everyone that's in this battle force. Maybe. Because yeah, they... Like, the, because be. by virtue of being a generic... We, then we it's really mercenary good. Before. Yeah. So, yeah, because so that's yeah, where I'm on the fence about, about it. Being yeah. an assumption around <laughs> that being true. I, yeah, yeah. Because um, if you right. lose the courage bubble, I'm kind of well, I don't know much about it. But yeah. if you, if you still have the courage bubble, I, I think it's really good. Yeah. So, so there's one like kind of niche play that I think this really has too is if you just put this on like a naked AA5 and then maybe just add not naked. So you've taken AA5, you just take this pilot and you take the the rainbow gun. Um that the AA5 has already, the cheap one, you could very reliably um, almost like panic soft targets onto the outside. So let's say you're playing VAPS or Intercept. You send this at the home point. So when you activate, you get demoralized. Then you run it over, and then you shoot it. 
you know, here's three suppression tokens <laughs> and whatever dice you're rolling for defense. So well, if you're you trying to push like a B1 off a home point or go at something like that, you could reliably slow down a, a good bit of the army. Yeah. Reckless driver's rebel only, right? No, it's a five speeder truck only. Oh, it is. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, I think they can dig it. I did not realize. You that. Can't have two pilots though, can you? We hmm? don't know. No, the A5. Can you have two pilots? No, we already saw no. the card for the A5. No, I'm just saying oh, you could take, the, like... Yeah. That's oh. how we know that we're saying A5. <laughs> I knew, they were, I knew the, it was going to be there. I, I didn't realize that we saw the card. Yeah, was, it's on the, it was on the store teaser that got taken down a while ago. Yeah. Oh, got it. Okay. They've said, yeah, they've said on stream that, like, yeah, it's a good bet that the Shadow Collective can take an A5. Like, oh, yeah, I knew, I knew that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, actually, we, we see it on... Um, Remember the spread where they did like Cad, Bosk, and Bobo, where it had the the mercenary symbol in the top left hand yeah. corner. We still haven't um, seen that at the very yet. beginning when they kind of teased it. Anyway, the A five is slipped face up, and you can see that it it has the like double axe thing in the corner. Yep. So, and you can only have one pilot, one yep. pilot, two crew, uh, an armament, and a comms. And it looks like you can take the same crew that it. I'm just going off what's. What's on some of the so. list builders? Looks like you can take Backworld Medic. They're all the AA5. Uh, yeah, AA5 yeah, only. Yeah. Rebel only. So. Uh, uh, medic might actually be a really good play. One of you made the joke earlier about yep. like, when are these guys getting Medics? Maybe, uh, maybe yeah, they have maybe. one already. Yeah. I mean, yeah, maybe an AA5 with the Medic and the Unorthodox Statistician for like 100 points isn't... I mean, the yeah. oh man, I forget the timing chain. On the yeah, the, the timing's different now. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's at least so now bad. if you give this thing an order, your Mandos yeah. get independent aim. Yep. Maybe just give your whole army a name. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Well, yeah, it does make them a lot more effective. The Mando's effective at range three, giving them that extra aim. Just to activate the AA5 first. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, well, that's what we've that's what we've gotten confirmed. Uh, it's yeah. only a couple weeks away. I think it's about like three weeks away from recording mm-hmm. when that stuff's supposed to come out. I imagine. What is it like June sixteenth or something like that? It's the fr- yeah seventeenth. It's the Friday after ACO. Uh, so thank God. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm not ready to like have my eyes bleed trying to paint these Maldalorians. I'm so excited to paint them, but like, man, my the. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna proxy for a little while. I don't. I haven't really been able no to rush, use my Mando that that you painted for me up know, until now. Yeah, so I'll just use them. Just use we'll just put some like toothpicks on the heads so they look like they're like mall mall Mandos now. Shadow Collective, right? Right. Yeah. Well, I'll use my, my sick modeling skills. The next segment that we had on here. Um, I feel like we've kind of already covered as we talked about these guys. Yeah, I, I think we can skip through that. Um, so let's go to the news. <gasps> um, ACO tickets are finished. So yeah, I'm like making. If you're listening, you, I'm hoping that you already. I'm hoping you didn't miss out. Um, I was kind of told that like tickets weren't going to be sold after Monday. Today, uh, which is when today is when this you hear when you're first listening to this. Um, you're you're today, not our today, listeners. Yeah. Yeah, I'm already confused here. Um, <laughs> um, I know, I know at least like a few. I know like my my like my late season push here. It's like I had a few more people buy tickets today or said they were buying tickets. So um, if you bought a ticket late, please reach out to me. If uh, you haven't heard from me, chances are you haven't. <laughs> um, y'all know where to find me. For those of you who but, have bought uh, tickets and are going, we have some exciting, uh, exciting. <gasps> Oh man! Coming out your way. Oh man! Yep. I think Keegan's getting ready to send me out a whole, a whole package of six up tokens and goodies. Yeah. I, I can't just, wait yeah, to see them I in just, person. I just dropped it, sorted out with uh, with Drake. So he's got a couple more to 
uh, tokens cut out. Great for right. one of the one of the varieties for you to fill out that bag, and then he'll get that in the can't in the wait. To you. And I braved the mean streets of Philadelphia today to pick up our uh, all our cards. <laughs> Quite a lot of them. Um, they look great. They're in. Mm, what's up? Oh, just breaking news for us. It's three day old. Three days old for our listeners. Yes. Uh, the, yes. The, Yubnub uh, images are out now. The panel is talking about Ewoks. Uh, <sighs> pictures of Ewoks on bases. Thank you, oh Outrider. my gosh. Thank you, Outrider Matt, for being in the panel room and taking pictures and putting them Woo! up on the Outrider Discord. So. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, no, yeah, Nick, you'll so... have an extra commission slot you can fill. <laughs> womp womp. I guess Mike's not buying Ewoks. Yeah. No. no. <laughs> I'm, I'm with you, Mike. Keegan, are you Team Ewok? I am excited for them because I think they're iconic Star Wars characters. I haven't played Rebels yeah, effectively fine. in a while, and I'm looking forward to seeing what they do. Um, I, I can totally see having fun with them. Do we really um, want like Jedi Leaves to have a fucking B1 horde? <laughs> meme, <laughs> yeah. meme bears yes we want meme bears as long as they're like worse than b1s it's fine like they can be terrible and i will play them it looks like, like i hope a, they're it, garbage it looks like there's at least five models and matt is saying that they are going to be that they're rebel mercenaries uh with the largest largest unit number in legion whatever that means so so we're gonna have jedi luke with like b1s but restricted by whatever mercenary rules are at least Oh, are they talking about mercenary? <laughs> well, no, they just, uh, he said they're rebel mercenaries. Oh, okay. <gasps> oh my gosh, I see them now. Yes. <laughs> they're so the beautiful. Brave bears. <laughs> Brave bears. We've done it. Oh, is God. This like I mean, by any chance? Uh, I, don't, I don't know. It uh, is. Yeah. Legion General. Yeah. Oh wow, there's Look a lot the brave of bears. Bears. I know someone else is in yeah. there, uh and streaming, but I'm not talking about that one. Uh I, I like this. But yeah, the, the pictures are great. There's five different poses that I'm seeing so far and they look just like what you want uh, Ewoks to look like in this game. I just yeah. A little too many tactical trees for my liking, but I mean now we're full blown AMG, so there we go. bring on the tactical junk. Yeah. Supposedly <laughs> gonna struggle. Me, yeah. Supposedly going to struggle against armor, so there you go. You bring your double ATs to take care of the uh, the Luke Ewok spam. <laughs> okay, well, murder bears. <laughs> anyway. uh, LVO tickets are going yeah. on sale Monday, June sixth. <laughs> <laughs> some yeah. positive news for me. <laughs> get to go to Vegas again. That's always fun. Yeah, um, yeah so- and you'll get to go see Ewoks there, huh? Oh yeah, we'll see about that. Uh, I don't think they'll release in six months, right? You know. Set your iPhone no, timers for not. June sixth, Monday, June sixth at uh, what is it, ten a.m. Pacific? Yes. I think. Yeah. Uh, ten a.m. Pacific, I think. Yeah. I think I'm playing this year. I think. I'm a, I'm 100 percent playing this year. I know. I'm as well. Uh, Unfortunately, you guys are are not going to take the title because every year that I go to LVO, I go up three places in the spots, and I got fourth last year. So naturally, I have to go up one more. So that's that's my yeah. goal this I year. Mean, let's all let's all just we, we let's all, all make day three. It's fine. Yeah, we all know history is a history is a straight line of ascension. There, so it is. I'm sure your theory will hold <laughs> <Yes>. true. <laughs> linearly goes. Yeah. Um, we can just team kill on day three. Yeah, that would be fun. That would be so. We're very excited about Ewoks. At least I am. We also oh. have mini extravaganza coming up. 
Uh, yep. The same weekend as ACO. So if you're not an AC, uh, you can still enjoy Legion. <laughs> um, it appears that it appears that there are quite a few, um, a, quite a few Legion, uh, Legion topics here because there's a lot of yep. stuff. A lot of it's Marvel. Uh, there's a few X-wing. There's an Armada sneaking in. Yeah. Um, there's a whole bunch of Legion. One of them, I mean, one of them is uh, is basically uh, painting Ewoks. It looks like. Hobby Star Wars Ewoks. So it looks like they're going to be painting Ewoks on stream. Uh, I'm super I'll, excited for the the one that starts at 11 a.m. There, it says this is the way to paint, and it comes right <laughs> after Star Wars Legion: The Hive of Scum and Villainy. Yeah, yeah. I like, this. Wow, that seems kind of spoiler spoilery. <laughs> I don't know. Hopefully, they always give they us spoiled, new that seems like a they good time spoiled the Shadow Collective stuff at the last mini extravaganza like this yeah. way too. They were like enter the underworld or something like yeah. that. It was like everybody assumed like, oh, we're getting scum now, guys. And we sort yeah. of are sort of not really basically. Um, I mean, they said they said Mando's coming. So I yeah. imagine like and we haven't seen like like we have seen old man Boba Fett's model. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, we, have. we have seen that. Um, mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, I mean, I can't wait to see Din and Grogu and paint yeah. them. They're so tiny. Ugh. I printed up like a Din and a Grogu for trophies and like I scaled it up 175 and this Grogu still tiny as hell. Like, oh, you, you're, you must oh be God. highly tuned to Outrider Matt because he just posted that they announced Din as going to be the first Rebel bounty hunter, and we'll have Grogu. <gasps> really, Rebel Rebels bounty hunter? So, so they're going to get secret mission and bounty? I don't know. Hey, this we're, is we're, thing. We're, we're on hearsay here at this point. It's just exciting. Hearsay the podcast. That's right. <laughs> With a three day. God, we were delay. so we're so yeah, we're so silly for like doing this in the middle of this this thing because we have gotten oh, yeah. derailed. Oh yeah. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. But it's fine. Grogu can protect allies, but if Din uh, dies, enemy can take control of Grogu. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's phenomenal. <laughs> What? what? <laughs> oh my goodness! I, uh, That's so I cool. I, I don't see Din living to score that bounty very often. <laughs> Not with Grogu. <laughs> oh what? So I wonder oh. if like, oh, that's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. Oh god. All right, Mike. Mike's giving us the. Are you kidding me? Eyes. Uh, I'm, so. I'm looking at my TV in the background. <laughs> Thank you, uh, Outrider this, Matt. <laughs> yeah, this is this is you, super Matt. exciting. Like we're gonna get some really, we're gonna get some cool stuff tonight. We'll probably get some yeah. more stuff this weekend. And um, mini extravaganza in two weeks. We have mini extravaganza. This will be super fun. Yeah, I'm we gonna bet yeah. that yeah. we have like all of the Shadow Collective stuff spoiled before mini extravaganza. I think like I hope that, so. Like, we get some more articles yeah. the next couple weeks. Um, yeah, give me them bounty hunters. We'll yeah. do a oh, quick we... Invader League update. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. uh, one of us actually managed to make it to Elims. That would be Josh. <laughs> well, only half of us played, so. <laughs> That's very true. Half of us are just doing the paperwork. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I I did pretty well in round robin. Went 5-0 with um, 
Nick, Nick, what's 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 her name? What's the name of my list? I can't say it very well. Shiva Kamini, <laughs> Shiva <laughs> Kamini, Soma Kanakra. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which is uh, Palpatine, who's our Shiva, and then Aiden, who I guess played that character in a show. Yeah, yes, nope. yeah. You have to. Yeah, uh, there's three intersecting like, fandoms that are not automatic overlaps for people. To he really was literally get, like, but, but yeah, I do. Chad, he's so like, I need a team. He's like, I need an army name for Pal Biden, and I literally posted the Shiva Blast gif, <laughs> which I have Gotta watched be. the first season since then, just to understand what was going on. Yeah, but yes, it's perfect. Yeah, so I, I went five zero with uh, Pal Biden, which was kind of a just I, I let the Discord decide, and I hadn't touched it before, so I guess it did okay. Um, and then unfortunately I, I played against the one player I did not want to, which was Imperial Sympathizer. Cause I, he's just a better pal player than I am. <laughs> and I, when I saw that, I, I really, I was really disappointed that he didn't do as well as I thought he should have in round Robin because then I matched up with him and, uh, yeah, he, he took it. It was a close game. Uh, I made some mistakes. Uh, he got ahead on a few crits early on in the game. And just the way my list works, if I start falling behind on wounds, it's game over for me. So he was able to take advantage. I think I had a chance, turn five, turn six, tempo swung my way. Uh, but I mismeasured towards the center. Uh, I needed to stay out of range of his Palpatine, but within range to score. And I just got a little too close to his Palpatine, and he just wiped the rest of my army. So he won 2-1 on points. Congrats to him. He ended up advancing again. Uh, against um, who did he play? I I don't want to say smoked, but he kind of smoked dashes in the next round. <clears throat> they played some hostage exchange, and uh, he he made some really some really great plays. So he's got one. He's one went away Alps. from grand finals. Yeah, Alp's pretty good at hostage. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Alp is. Uh, I think Kodak and I have played that matchup because uh, I think dashes is playing the exact list that uh, Kodak is. Yeah, they and Alp heavy weapon swap. Yeah, Palpa's really pushed me ahead in those matches, um, which Kodak and I talk about that a lot. So uh, unfortunately, it was a good matchup for uh, Ben, but unfortunately for Mike, it wasn't. I don't think it was the best matchup for him. So, uh, and, uh, congrats to Kodak who actually just knocked out Florf. Yeah. Yes. Today, so he's also only one win away from Grand Finals. That's exciting to see a a buddy, you know, going pretty close. Our teammate. Yeah, our teammate. Yeah. Speaking yep. of Josh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess nope. Kodak and I aren't teammates, so nope. not anymore. My uh, teammate, so that, that feels real bad. Nope. We've already started <laughs> the new Discord. A... We've already started the new team Discord. Yeah, he beat your teammate. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Bad. Um, We also so speaking of grand finals of the sixteen players from the international pods that are going to make it, um, we have eight decided already. Uh, we have four CIS players, two Empire, one Gar, and one Rebel. And interestingly enough, all of the dark side factions advancing so far, uh, it's three separatists and one empire from Australia and then one of each from Europe. And uh, Europe is most likely sending through um, one more empire and then there's a Gar and Empire playing off as well. So we'll see the dark side of the force heavily represented in the uh, international stage. Yeah, not a lot of rebels represented like we thought there was going to be. I guess that's why they need uh, bounty and um, uh, B one horde to back them up. <laughs> they need bounties, B ones, and secret mission. And I'm, I'm coming back to rebels when I get Din and Grogu, and when I get Ewoks. That's when I'm playing rebels again. They're shelved until then. They're in the display There's... case. They're over here. They're not. 
no, I, there no. is there is still a chance that three rebels make it through. Um, North America West has the option to send three of them. Uh, none came out of the Australia. None are going to come from Europe. None are coming from North America East. But one has already advanced from the West, and uh, one other will definitely be because it's a rebel and rebel to see who goes through. And then there's one other rebel non mirror match. So we could see three go through, which is a pretty good you know slice out of sixteen. Uh, I'm excited. It's been a lot of fun to. TO Invader League this season. It's been a lot of work, but it's nice to see a lot of our, our plans come to fruition. And it's like almost over for you for a little while. Yeah. Yeah. And um, yeah, we're going to. You've done a great job with it. The next one, like back to school time. Because uh, YBTL uh, Yavin Base is only going to be once a year this time. So we're going to we're gonna flex to make sure that we can fit two invaders in between the, uh, the YBTL seasons, even if one might be a little shorter than the other. We'll find out. Can't wait to get wrecked by Pikes next season. Yeah. Pikes versus 13X Daps is probably going to be a thing in YBTL. We'll see how that goes. <laughs> There's going to be a lot of bodies on the table. Yeah. Um, Nick, I think we already talked about like the ACO prize support, right? Yep. Anything that we glossed over or didn't get to mention? I know you've been posting some pictures on the Discord of like the trophies and shit. Yeah, Darkfire yeah, Design like sponsoring the event. Yeah, I I literally just took, I just cleaned the last uh, trophy toppers off of the print bed today. So I've got a, I've got a few uh, already like spray painted gold. All the trophy bottoms are together. That was pretty easy to do. Um, it was kind of like a lot of steps, and it took me a while to get it all done. But they're they look great. I haven't actually glued any on, but like I put placed them on and like taking pictures because like you know. But uh, it's a lot of fun. Thanks to Darkfire Designs for uh, hooking me up with all those files. We're also going to have a, a bunch of a uh, free uh, free prize support for the top finishers from Darkfire Designs. So uh, get your printers ready. Um, these models Can you are print awesome. For me? <laughs> yeah, if you win, yeah, I'll print for you. <laughs> Whatever. Um, resin printing is not my favorite, and I, I make I tell everybody that. <laughs> It's not my favorite thing to do because it's a lot of work and I don't like a lot of work. <laughs> you have to like, you have to be safe and, you know, be got to clean up and do it safely. And like, I, you can't half-ass it. We, we, have, a, like we have a minor expertise in that, Nick. Maybe there's, maybe yeah, there's I know. Some, maybe there's some things oh, we could, uh, we could trade, <laughs> trade skill. Oh, in to, yeah. to, to work something else. So you don't have to manage resin printing. Uh, there things. we go. We'll, we'll talk about it next time. Absolutely. <laughs> Probably um, not on the cast. <laughs> probably not. Two two of us are actually playing at ACO. Uh, Nick's going to TO. I'm judging one day playing the other. And Josh, I believe you're coming out to play as well, right? Yeah, I'm definitely coming out to play. I might be judging. We're going to figure that out. Yeah. Yeah, I'm either judging or playing with Nick when he has free time on my off day. I'm also bringing my paddleboard out there, so I might spend a day on the beach. So I'm not there sure. There you go. There is a beach there. <laughs> I did lock. I did lock in my list today as well, so that'll be fun. I decided to Whoa. hard swap away from Rebels and go to Dooku because I am bored and feel the need to switch. <laughs> Dooku's so much fun. Yeah, I have yeah. so much fun du playing Dooku. Dooku was my. Uh, this is a kind of like a full circle because for Invader League Seven, I made Elims put in this really cool Dooku list that ended up winning because Snyder and I put in the exact same list. Um, but I didn't get a chance to play because Pennsylvania Power Outrage. Network tapped me my chance to play my Australian uh, opponent. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I will be playing Dooku in some fashion. When are lists due? But I can't waffle anymore. Uh, the Friday, next Friday. So okay. from today. Yeah, you've got a week from the day we're recording right now. Yep. Uh, I, I got a week to finish waffling. Unlike Keegan, you have uh, three months to waffle. 
well, threw us the waffle for Nova, but uh, I am locked <laughs> in for uh, for tomorrow. Um, yeah, you want to talk uh, about, uh, I guess, to continue our Help Keegan Win Nova series, um, we mentioned last two weeks ago that you were playing for Legion by the Bay. And this is going right. to be kind of our next uh, our next segment here. You want to go over what you actually locked into for, uh, for KublaCon and... Yeah, Yeah, so pretty close to what we talked about last time. Um, So we know that uh, there's a little bit of debate uh, and changing around once we get some of these Shadow Collective uh, upgrades out. But for tomorrow, I'll be playing a 10 activation, six point bit list, uh, Clone Commander with Vigilance, Anakin with Throw, Push. Uh, I'm still a defensive stance lever, and I'm bringing Endurance because I don't have the other upgrades (laughs) yet. Uh, Padme with Cs, Fives is still in in there, Uh, a Naked Clone in the Z6. Uh, Echo and three naked barks. Um, so, uh, pretty much kind of a, a, a good foundational base for the, for this list. Not a whole bunch of new tricks uh, in there, um, but looking forward to looking forward to some good uh, some good games. We got <laughs> it's not uh, it's not just a local tournament. We've got Bushfacts co- coming in. We got Zeus Juice. We got Blood Ocean, uh, and we got our our strong locals as well. Brett Asire. Um, so. Uh, um, no yeah. excuses. You need to win. Get, <laughs> I heard. I heard there's a pretty sweet snail tank you should take home with you. That's true. That's I, do to, I do need yeah, to. I do need to get. Your, I do need to get the the yeah. uh, the painted version of my CIS army yeah. started by that snail tank. Get it. Uh, get absolutely. It. Right. Um. No. Yeah. I, I'm. I'm. I'm looking forward to it. I'm, I'm feeling. I'm, I'm feeling good. I'm up here for the for the weekend. My wife's got the kids. <laughs> and knows I'm not coming back till after bedtime on Sunday, one way or the other. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, with, with, with my with my shield or on it i guess uh <laughs> but um yeah so we talked a little bit about and when we rearranged my objectives a bit uh my sorry battle cards last time with uh specifically around the, the luke and dlt list and we we emphasized the lack of mobility that that has and that i have an advantage of mobility and um if I can get myself in a situation where I'm making them be mobile, then that's going to, that's going to help tip the scales for me, or at least make it a little bit less of an uphill battle. Um, I was hoping, um, I don't know what the field is going to look like for tomorrow. I don't, I haven't seen a lot of this locally, but, uh, but we'll, but there's some folks I don't know and don't regularly play against here. Um, but we haven't talked much about the, the Vader dues archetype. Um, so I was hoping to get some advice from this austere panel on, uh, what is a, what is an Anakin, (laughs) triple bark list do against the do yeah and i think there's two archetypes to talk about for the do back list mm-hmm. um obviously both of them include vader but one is more of a commander vader and one is more operative with krennic okay and i think they do two slightly different things um the commander vader do back version seems to be more of uh just a pure melee aggro charge where you've got like three storms one to two irg three do backs and then a commander vader and it just throws <clears throat> five to six melee units in your face and says, stop this. Gotcha. Um, the Krennic Operative Vader one, I think, comes with a few more tricks because it has a few more delay activations and can mm-hmm. hold the dues for better spots. Mm-hmm. Um, it also has some really neat interactions with Cunning and Seize Initiative on Deploy the Garrison with Operative Vader, um, where you mm-hmm. can kind of yeah. get in the double tap attack. Um, it's very hard to dislodge. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Um, so I think there's two things to just kind of mention in that regard. I like that. Um, I like that. But both of those lists suffer a little bit from range. and. Okay very pivoted around a good new ways to motivate turn, which you can kind of see coming. Okay. And I think that's where the, uh, you talked about objectives with moving and such. 
Mm -hmm. um, you need to kind of get your deployment down. Um, I think the objective is a little less important here because the dudes are going to get in at some point. Right. You just need to prep for it. But how you set up and where where you force them on the table is arguably more important. Gotcha. So how, how many barks do you have again? Three. So I wonder if this actually is a list that you do well against, because one of the advantages of the barks is that they don't protect the dudes when they're in melee. So you can actually use them. Now, unfortunately, they have compulsory, so they'll have to move. Mm -hmm. But you can use them to block that new ways to motivate them just by placing them in a spot that forces the dudes to go around and not be able to get in with the triple move. So it does protect your troops quite a bit. Now, of course, you have Anakin with force push. So if something does get in, you're able to get them out. Mm -hmm. But I think that's one thing to consider with the barks is their placement in blocking um, the charge. Gotcha. And so the, th the thing to watch out for, you talked about, Mike, the projection of that new ways to motivate them is looking for those dudes in a position to triple move and be in melee with me. Is that is that what I'm looking for? Yeah, and something to keep in mind is that uh, the Dubak New Ways to Motivate range with a triple move to get into melee is about 22 and a half inches, so it's gotcha. just past range 3. Mm -hmm. So if your gun line is in range to shoot the dudes, the dudes can charge you, gotcha. um, provided that there's you know, a lane for them to get through. Yeah, now, yeah. If you create I like that, that lane, idea of using the uh, barks as a blocking force in there. Yeah, so if you use the barks to block that off, you know you can kind of joust at range 3, get a few early wounds into them, and then mm -hmm. put a bark in front so that the dude can't get in. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And okay, maybe the bark takes two wounds, but if the dude's sitting in the open and your bark is taking two wounds and it's not two dead clone models, that feels like a win. Yeah. Yeah. And probably will turn into a win for you. Yeah. Yeah. Just watch them measuring when they pull out that range three <laughs> ruler, that range four ruler, and keep on measuring to your, uh, to your units. Got it. Got it's it. probably coming. <laughs> yeah. And you don't want to play hostage. Um, yep. At all. So. You're, you're going to almost like auto lose that with, with Vader and then the dues to screen the hostages in the middle. You, there's not a lot of way to, to beat that with your list. Yeah. Yeah. I, I removed hostage from any sort of a, my blue deck and Vader's and, and palpable. So I know is one of the ones I absolutely want to get rid of that where possible. So I'm ready. <laughs> yep. What about the, uh, so Commander Vader with the dues and the rush in, I'm, I'm watching for that kind of uh, aggro charge and, and it's going to happen, but I'm going to try to mitigate it as much as possible. What about some of the operative Vader tricks that you're talking about? Where, where should I be looking for weak spots? So, Josh, you want to take the lead there? I actually don't know that list very well. Sure. So I'm okay, going to so step back out. Yeah, I, I re yeah I'm so more familiar with the Commander Vader one. Um, so one of the one of the neat tricks that you can do with Krennic and Operative Vader is when Vader gets closer, Vader gets in, play deploy the garrison. Mm -hmm. You pop seize the initiative on Vader because he's probably got tenacity and seize, mm -hmm. and now he's got a standby right off the bat, right? Gotcha. So he's got a standby, and another Dubak has a standby. So mm -hmm. you probably also have priority at that point because you have cunning. So unless the opponent played a one pip. Right. You're, you're going to be able to go, and even if he does, he's going to have to force push your Vader to remove that, to remove that standby. So what you do is you just force push something. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's something that moves and then Vader charges it, or a play that a lot of players don't see with that is mm -hmm. you can force push with Vader, get a do back to charge, so you suppress something, displace it, charge into something, do two to three wounds, and then Vader still has his full turn to go with. And then after Vader chokes a heavy on one squad and attacks another, the opponent has to somehow react, and that other do-back is free to, free to activate into a, a halfway-eaten squad. 
Um, so okay. one of the things with the Krennic list there is you need to kind of be prepared to play a one pip earlier than you want to. Okay. So that if you see Vader in and another do is already in to, to preempt that, um, that force push to play the garrison play. Mm-hmm. But you also need to be more aware of the threats around Vader with the cards when Krennic is available <clears throat> um, because he'll have better order control and better ways to to double tap a piece that you might not be expecting when you think like, Vader might go twice. I see. You know, I see. Be aware that that dude doesn't spur charge into like your sniper that's on the back point. And now you're down in activation before he's even gone. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. One thing I think you also need to be aware of in that list is that there is a lot of suppression mechanics coming from the Empire list. Mm-hmm. So uh, just be careful with your Anakin getting too close. <laughs> sure. um, yeah, I mean, you can't do anything about Annihilation Looms, but right. uh, if he hits you with enough suppression in that list the, the turn before, then he kind of has free reigns with Deploy the Garrison. Got it. Yeah, and... Um... I would be surprised if he has Annihilation Looms because he's going to have um, Darkness Descends and oh, yeah, uh, that's right. Master yep. of Evil. But that's like arguably worse because the dude Master has Evil, a base, yeah. like I mentioned, and then they also like potentially have a gun. So they move, shoot, and now two to three units have two suppression tokens, and then Vader pops Vader's Might ne- or, um, Master of Evil next turn and dumps three more on all of those units. You can very quickly uh, panic and just yeah. flat out run. So just being aware of the pieces around Vader is just as important as him in the, in the Krennic Vader version. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. But it does suffer if like the terrain is dense or if he doesn't have a lane or especially with your list, you have the exemplar ability. Mm -hmm. So even if you just burn Anakin and go early, go move behind a building and take a standby, like, okay, you're, you're fine. You're chilling. You're going to double tap a do and probably take it down to two wounds, three wounds. They only have armor one, so it's still fairly easy to get the wounds through. Yeah, and especially where I've got the saber throw with the impact in there too. So cool. Well, yeah, I think the good thing is most of those lists I've seen have uh, seven hundred. They're at seven ninety six points as well. Yeah. So oh, okay. they, but a lot of the ones I've seen also have mortars. So they have the three shores, three mortars. So gotcha. Okay. Just another warning: a lot of uh, suppression. A lot of suppression. Well, I'm playing endurance today and or this weekend, and probably for the last time. So, <laughs> yeah, but you you should have the bid there. There's there's like one list that does bid 791, but it doesn't have the dewback guns. I think, which oh, okay. is probably okay for you. They kind of need the guns, I yeah. think. Yeah, especially in that mirror match against Vader's might. Yeah. Well, gentlemen, we have anything else before we wrap this episode up? I appreciate the help. I'll try to bring this forward for any Vader dues I run into, and hopefully I don't run into things that uh, we haven't talked about lately. Otherwise, I'll tell you next time. Yeah. <laughs> you want to end with a quick hot take? I just thought of this might be kind of fun. Sure. Hot take. What's the proper hot. number of uh, Shadow Collective Mandalorians to play in a list with Maul? Including Saxon or not? That's up to you. One. Oh, oh, oh let's count Saxon as a Mandalorian, yeah. Okay. Two. Zero, zero. That's that's why. Well, no, I mean, if you're you're putting a lot of points on them, you Maul likes to have activation advantage, so you want to get to eleven, twelve activations, and Mandalorian super commandos aren't going to help you do that. Maul is very fragile as a force user, so you're stuck at kind of ten activations. So that's my opinion. I don't think you take any. Yeah, I don't either, because I think Maul's command cards are going to be way too good. 
you don't want to you don't want to dilute Maul's pool with Gar's, even though Gar's cards are very good. Yeah. I don't. I would. I want to take a Mando squad with um, uh, Rook. I probably wouldn't take Gar Saxon necessarily though. Yeah, I don't know. I'm try the everything. Off I don't yeah, my droids are going in the garbage as soon as the stuff comes out. Crash them. We're done. We're out of here. I quit right, Rebels yeah. this year. I quit droids this year. What's next? I'm Josh now. Shout out to brother. <laughs> <laughs> You got uh, so I, I did buy three boxes of Shadow Collective when I saw Gar uh, Saxon. So I will say that. Oh, all right. Yeah. I'm, pr- I'm not sure. I'm probably just going to get three starters and I'll just have an extra Black Sun that I didn't necessarily need or want. And I'll just have it. I'll probably buy it off you at some point. Yeah. I actually don't have any Shadow Collective pre-ordered, so I'm going in for nothing. That's fine. No pressure. I think the Black Sun will be good with Palpatine, so I get to keep playing them. So. All right, everybody. We'll see you guys in a couple weeks. Um, there is a small chance that there's an add-on to the episode after this if Keegan decides to, you know, win. Um, or he's you know, going to win. Decide, depending on how when, we win, Vegas, maybe yeah. we'll have a, a little add-on recap. <laughs> yeah, but, if, uh, I, if, I, if I win, I don't know when we have time. It's if I wash out that I know we'll have. To, I'll have time on Sunday. One way or the other, we'll, t- we'll, we'll follow up on, on uh, this experience. Uh, looking forward to talking about it. And I'm going to go help Nina and uh, all the other guys set up. Oh, have fun. Tell them I said hi. <laughs> I will. See y'all. Have a wonderful night, everybody. Later. Yeah, thanks. <laughs>